At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You're listening to the world's smartest podcast network. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento. Some say the news is fake. Others say it's real. These two don't have the time to check. Instead, Turner Sparks and Michael Ira Kaplan turn to comics stationed around the globe to be their eyewitness reporters so that you can know what's really going on. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 266. Is that right, Kaplan? That is the correct number. My name's Turner Sparks. You can find me at turnersparks.com. I'm currently in Australia at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. If you're in Australia, come see me in Melbourne this week. Next week, I will be at the Sid- the Comedy Store in Sydney, April 14th through 16th. Come to any of those shows. And uh, you can find Kaplan at Cap in America on all social media platforms. And find us at Lost in America Pod. Uh, Find us at Lost in America pod on all social media platforms. Uh, Kaplan, on the podcast today, we're talking to our good friend Oleg Denisov about about the Russians, what's going on in Russia with this from the... What's going on in Russia? (laughs) Well, I guess what is going on in Russia? I think that's what we're talking about, right? How, how How are they seeing this whole conflict? That we're yeah, what are they being told? What's what's what what effects is any of these sanctions happening over there? The whole thing. Well, how, but, what's life like without Papa John's? How are they adjusting? To that's Papa it. John's closing down. That <laughs> is it. Before we get survive? to that, so he's coming up in just a minute. Uh, before we get, and that's gonna be. I, I'm very excited to talk to him. So let's keep this quick. Before we get to him, Kaplan, yeah. um, we want all of our listeners to go to Patreon.com/slash Lost in America and go support now. us. For yeah. $5 a month, that's all we're asking. Just support the show. Do it out of the good of your heart. We're giving you this great, we're giving you first person news about a war that we've been covering this for six weeks at a level, I think, higher than the BBC can't touch us. What we're, these interviews we're getting right now CBS, <laughs> NBC, ABC, the American one, and the they Australian watch us. one. They, they can't watch touch us for us. notes. Yeah, they get their news from us. Yeah, so five bucks a month to support us, and we give you three extra bonus episodes a week of Kaplan and I doing our full throttle comedy podcast about our lives. And we missed a couple weeks, so now's the time to get in because we're making it up. We didn't do I, any for like two weeks, so now we're doing like ten this. We're week. doing them every night this week. We're we're giving them to you every night. We apologize for those who missed. We missed a few. 
But, I'm uh, in Melbourne, Australia, so yeah. we're doing it straight from the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Caps in Long Island City, New York. We're getting that beat covered all over the place. Patreon.com slash Lost in America for $10 a month. You can be like our listener, Tug, and you can get your own T-shirt. Shout yeah. out to Tug in Utah. Tug. Um, all of our listeners, Linda Van Dam, the whole gang, everybody, you know, <laughs> Sugar Brady, Uncle Sugar, as your kids call him. Uh- Uncle Shug, <laughs> everybody. Uh, so go to go to uh, patreon.com slash lost America. Help us it, out. And for $20 yeah, a month, you get your own ad on this show. We will say whatever you want on this show for $20 a month. We'll say whatever you want about any anything you want us to talk about, any enemies, any conflicts, anything. And, you know, I know people you've been working from home. I know we have a wealthy audience. It's been working from home. You haven't been traveling. You're not spending money on commuting. You're not spending money meeting when you see beggars and you give them money. You feel bad. We're make us your beggars. You haven't had that experience of feeling bad in the subway and handing out money to someone playing music or whatever. So we're the kids selling candy for our football team. We're the, you know, whatever you want to say, whatever you have in your local area, give yes. us money. Let us be your money. tramps. <laughs> Please. I'm spinning around in circles, like doing tricks right now. I need Let some us money. be your hobos. Let <laughs> us be your homeless. Let us be the street walkers, the ladies <laughs> of the night, whatever. What have, what have, whatever you want us to be, we'll be. Now, Cap, let's yes. talk about Russia. So, um, I don't I think we just bring Oleg in. I mean, we there's there's a point when, when it's when it's a story no one knows about, you and I talk about what we know and what you get the get the listener caught up to speed. Everybody knows what's going on right now with Russia and Ukraine. Um Oleg is co- generously coming on our podcast. Oleg Denisov started the um the Steal the Show Comedy Club in Moscow many years ago. Um he is now coming to us from Germany where I believe he's filming a television show. And I don't know even if you live there now or if you're just there temporarily or what's going on, but we're, we're very excited to talk to you about what the, what's going on in, um, in Russia with the Russian people. So Oleg, thank you for coming on. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, nice to be back. Uh, yeah, haven't been here a long time. I see that uh, you like you. I, w- I would expect that you should be kind of more successful with your podcast, and now yeah, I see that you're just getting more desperate. Well, the thing is, <laughs> we, we <laughs> knew you told us in the past that if we got too successful, you couldn't do the show on. anymore. So, so we stayed unsuccessful for you. Yeah, we're purposely <laughs> flying under the radar so we can get these good scoops. We can get these exactly. stories out of our favorite comedians around the world. So we're doing. So it's it's your fault. <laughs> you inspired us, motivate us. You have inspired us. So, um, Oleg, so what, first of all, you're in Germany. Uh, why, why are you in Germany? Uh, yeah, I came here to, to, uh, to film, as, as, as you said, to film a television show. It's called uh, Die Anstalt. And it's like a satirical uh, show, uh, which is, uh, yeah, sorry, I need to probably yes. Uh, yeah, I think we're having some quality. internet issues a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, no worries, no um, worries. Take your time. I can hear you. Okay. So yeah, so yeah, like it's it's a satirical show on uh, on German uh, television, and uh, we kind of we arranged to film it in a more uh, you know like peaceful environment. Like we arranged, uh, like you know, we wanted to do the script and everything, uh, and it was supposed to be like about like Russia and the West and like a little bit about Ukraine as well, but kind of about like not actually killing each other sort of stuff you know like more like about kind of tensions and what everybody thinks and you know kind of you know appropriate for satire but basically as uh, it was clear that you know the events can change the, it kept changing the situation kept changing 
uh, and uh, basically like pages of the script were thrown into the bin very very quickly so the final edition was basically written in like three days oh my gosh. and uh, but it but it was actually quite good yeah i did uh, i did a set there in in english but there with the german subtitles like a comedy set uh, and then I also was a co-writer, a scriptwriter um, on the show. So it, it was actually quite successful here. Oh, so you did stand-up? Is it a um, like a reality right. show or what type of show? No, no, it's, it? a, it's, it's sort of like, um, you know, it's right. like a late night show, I guess, but more like with sketches and- Like with a variety old, show, we call that here. Yeah, like a variety. They, they have two Got hosts, it. but it's mostly, but it's very German in terms of that it's very sort of, uh, like, like they have this genre of, of comedy, which is called cabaret and like a political cabaret. That means that it's basically, it's like stand-up, but without laughs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've seen that too. Our, our late night shows do that too now. So yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> I've, political, I've, seen, I've seen some of that yeah, down yeah. here at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. <laughs> yeah, this sort of stuff. Yeah, like uh, Germans, apparently, believe it or not, but Germans have had it for decades. Uh, stand-up without uh, laughs. And you're just so, getting it now. So this is just coincidence that you're in Germany right now. It's not on purpose. Uh, you're not fleeing. Uh, on, one, on one hand, yeah. I mean, like I came here on uh, uh, like to, to to film the show, yeah. But uh, I had to come earlier because when they started closing all the all the flights, I kind of I decided to come earlier. And now for this reason, I'm kind of staying here longer because, um, like, I mean, why not? I get I get I get some work here. I get some gigs here. And in Russia, like the clubs, the club, which was uh, working, like it's not really happening anymore, of course, you know, because it was all about kind of, you know, having international shows and, you know, all, the, all of this stuff. And in general, it's kind of difficult now with comedy and, you know, for, 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 for all of the comedy clubs, comedy venues, it's just difficult to, you know, to, to keep joking in, in such environment. Sure. So <laughs> what, but so you just mentioned that the flights have been canceled. So I don't even know about that. What's go, how do people yeah. get in and out of Russia right now? They're, yeah. No, no, there, well, basically what happened was that the first, uh, I, I don't even remember now which came first. Like it's either the uh, European, like the, the Western companies stopped their flights to Russia or, uh, and then in response to that, uh, Russia, um cancel like they, they clo closed our um sky airspace to the sky airspace yeah to, to to european ah and also like the the, uh, the western countries and some of the eastern countries as well they canceled like they, they said that the russian companies can't really fly and land there anymore oh so it was uh so no russian airlines are available and no uh, like western uh, or like you know japanese or whatever flights come to Russia as well. So none of this, but uh, there's still uh, ways around it. It's through mostly Asia and Turkey, of course, like, uh, so for example, most it's Turkey still, even though I don't know, I, I don't know like why Turkey and, and Russia are such big friends uh, Turkish like, Airlines. the entire time. Yeah, yeah, but, but really, because for example, like Turkey, I know that they're giving a lot of weapons to Ukraine now and nobody seems to mind. Like, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, but still, yeah, I'm going through Turkey. Yeah. So they have the they're playing both sides. You don't have Spirit yeah, yeah, though. Yeah. No Spirit Airways. <laughs> Ryanair. Well, but you have Aeroflot. So Aeroflot. Yeah, but uh, Aeroflot actually, by the way, it doesn't uh, like it doesn't. It, it only flies to like uh, uh, Middle Asia, like Kazakhstan, I think. Like in some that's the countries. Russian airlines. Because yeah. uh, because Russian airlines are um, like not allowed into most countries right now. 
and also they wouldn't they wouldn't fly to some countries for this reason because since the the western suppliers they cancelled the imports of uh, like export to russia of the um, airplane parts yeah which are uh, needed because all the airplanes are actually western they're the boeing or airbus or something like this uh, and so basically uh, and russians uh, uh, russian companies are leasing the, the planes so technically they have to give them back but mm-hmm. Putin signed a special paper that they don't have to. So basically, they stole all of their, all of their planes. <laughs> they just stole planes. Your planes. <laughs> you just yeah, can yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah. I, I just decided. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, so and um, and basically, so they are now not flying to some other countries. Even even if it's a country didn't close the the, the airspace, but if there is a risk that they can somehow arrest the the planes. Then they're not flying to, to that country as they well. Take the oh plane back. The compa- Boeing's also, there with their marshals. <laughs> if the plane, like yeah. if the engine breaks, they just replace it with like a VW bug. Yeah, they don't have the parts. It's, they don't have the uh, parts. They can't. It's like when you own parts. a really weird foreign car and you can't find a shop to fix it. You know, like yeah, it's like when you go to Cuba and all the cars are from the 1940s and they just kind of keep refixing them and fixing them. <laughs> the airplanes, yeah. I think, that's a little dangerous. I don't know if I'd want to fly in that environment as a passenger. So it's it's not a long term. It doesn't seem to be like a long term solution just to steal the planes, because if something gets broken, you know, you're kind of screwed. Yeah, um, I uh, and that's the, actually the issue. Like I lost you for a big point. I, I don't know if for, for all of this breaks in communication, there was always like an innocent explanation and a less than innocent explanation. So I don't know which one to go for. Uh, but uh, the, the point is that, uh, yeah, like the, the, it's still unclear what to do in uh, you know long term about the, the planes, because uh, uh, if there is no parts, then, you know, it, they, they can't be fixed, like even even to fly inside Russia. And like they're all foreign planes, they're all Boeing or Airbus, like 95 percent of them. So it's kind of now it's there's no as far as I understand, there's no really long term plan. They, they can't just produce like mass produce Russian airplanes within you know months. So it's not really possible. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, feel, I think nobody knows how that's going to work. I think it's just like assumed that at some point it will be lifted, but nobody knows when and how. But you know, it all depends on the the, the end of the conflict, like whenever you know when the actual um, act, like military action, stops, and then some sort of process will probably begin. Some yeah, I don't so, know to which to which point. Oh, like you said, there were two. You just said there were two explanations, and does. <laughs> What does that mean? That means there's a government explanation and then a another one, or or what might be the two? No, no, no. I mean, I mean, I uh, I was I, I referred to our breaks in communication right now. Like if there's oh, an okay, like okay, okay, okay. There's like a, a little less explanation. Yes, 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 Somebody yes. It's like he's talking about those planes. Just shut yeah, them down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we should, uh, yeah. So and then I I imagine this issue is like so what happens to all the people who work for the airline they just aren't they don't have a job right now there, i mean there's going to be a lot of unemployment clear because like a lot of all of the companies there the western companies which are um, uh, like we western and eastern like i say western but you know also like korean and, and japanese um i mean the chi- china seems to be completely fine with it because they can do a lot uh, in this market now yeah but, they're uh, it's good for else, them they get the whole market yeah, it's, um, it's it's great for them yeah, yeah, yeah but but yeah but it seems that a lot of unemployment like in the until like the economy adjusts or like you know or the process is reversed or something like this so in the next like two I maybe mean, a year two years three years you know the economists say that there's going to be like 
a lot of unemployment, maybe like 10 million, like up to 10 million people will just be out of the job. Because and, uh, government, does this government do anything to like, like some sort of unemployment, like almost like when we had COVID shut down here and they just paid us to stay home because it's yeah. the new reality yeah. is that, does the government yeah, in do Russia, anything? We didn't really, in Russia, no. we didn't really do that. No. I mean, like the only very, very small and like a couple of months, it was uh, at the very beginning, but then they figured that they can't really pay people for you know, but i mean is the government going to pay people now if there's no work well i mean there is a, there is an unemployment uh, like what is it like unemployment money that you get but it's so small that nobody can actually live on it it's the same with pensions it's the same with like uh, students um, what's it Stip, stipend what is it stipends like, uh, what, it doesn't it? replace stipends. a yeah, delta yeah, airline yeah yeah yeah, it, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it doesn't it doesn't like it, it's quite you know it's as simple as that that you know it's been my whole life has been like this you can't survive on this like this nobody expects that you can survive on this yes uh, so yeah for example like uh, when i was a student i would get a a, um, a stipend of like uh, one uh, like one and a half thousand rubles, which is basically like I don't know. I would I could eat at McDonald's five times for this, mm. like literally. And now, uh, now I can't eat at McDonald's. There's no McDonald's now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> McDonald's is gone, right? Or is that true? Yeah, uh, uh, well, it's not exactly true, but like there, because uh, some of the McDonald's are franchises, and so yeah. with the franchises, I think the process is still. Uh, kind of ongoing, so I think I think they're going to close just because the supplies line are going to close. And this uh, there was be, there was an interview by a guy who's running one of the most successful uh, burger uh, uh, the Burger King guy. In, no, 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 the Burger King, but the Russian one, like the, okay. the Russian, like a successful Russian businessman who's the, the Burger Czar. <laughs> yeah, for Burger Tsar. Yeah, he's yeah. like the like, McDonald's of. I'm Russia. a professional yeah, comedian, they're, they're, everybody. That's there, uh, there's Tsar. there's o- there's only one Tsar, so he's a Burger Prince. <laughs> I mean, you can't be a Tsar. <laughs> uh, but uh, the point is that he said, like, when you know, a lot of government officials started saying, "Oh, the, you know, who cares? Who cares about McDonald's? We can kind of we just kind of place another logo and do the same thing." Yeah. And this guy said, like, obviously, you know, like as usual, this guys in the government they don't understand what they're talking about because it's not about like a brand it's about like all the logistics all the systems and that's why mcdonald's kind of provides such prices you know he's saying yeah well i'm successful but my burgers are like three times as expensive like clearly yeah. you know, because it's yes. a different segment of the market and if we could do something like mcdonald's we would but we can't so it's so, all kind of just oh like i've worked in a in this industry in China, I worked in, I had a, a soft serve ice cream truck business, but I was in the fast food industry and McDonald's yeah, yeah, yeah. owned there. So there was no dairy that was um, stable enough in China to be able to produce consistently good yeah, yeah, soft yeah. serve uh, mix, ice cream mix. So McDonald's built their own dairy. Built their own farm? Built their own far- <laughs> yeah, built their own farm, <laughs> built their, own, their own dairy, got their own cows. Like it's, that no one else had the infrastructure to be able to do. They can do with like this global brand. That's I think what we're talking about here. They can just do stuff yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. the burgers are. Might Only not be they can do. make the McRib. You can't duplicate that. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they're shipping it all. Yeah. So. Um, so this is something this I would imagine that's not only the airlines and not only McDonald's, but a lot of industries. Where have you where have you noticed it or where have your 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 friends who are currently in Russia noticed it. Where you else? In what, in what, in what areas? With businesses pulling out. Uh, 
of everywhere really like for example like the, the malls are like uh, which sell like you know like any any consumer goods you know like uh, clothes or whatever like uh, it's the, they all kind of now two-thirds empty you know half empty and whatever just a lot like a lot of because uh, a lot of the uh, brands just disappeared because the brands are usually kind of uh, belong to corporations and the corporations say okay i'm not going ikea for example ikea left uh, so it's literally in all, all yeah. areas apart from obviously the uh, the medicaid like the important medication like uh, on which you know life depends on the medication then you know the medication companies are staying uh, yeah but then still a lot of um there's still a lot of um, well i would say even deficit deficit now at the moment because people are kind of uh, people when people realize that you know something is happening they just started to buying a lot to 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 uh, store it and so you know like there was a problem in medication but at least the medication is staying but everything else is uh, pretty much you know either it's going or it's just getting uh, like for example a lot of products even food like becomes like uh, from 30 30% more expensive to like you know 200% more expensive Stuff yeah, because like not only are these companies, women, you know, like all, this, all of this stuff, for example, they like three times as expensive. For what? Uh, like sanitary pads and like diapers, like uh, kids tampons. Stuff. Wow. Yeah, tampons and yeah. all of this. Yeah. So it's it's just kind of it, it's, uh, a lot of people are saying like we can't really we can't we can't really make you know prognosis now at the, at the moment because it's all kind of happening very quickly. So it's uh, while the new supply lines, new logistics is not established, some companies are just stopped importing, even if they it's not their political decision, but it's the decision that they just can't um, you know, make a prognosis of you know what what price should they set to not lose money because uh, it affects you know all stages of the production and then the logistics and everything so yeah what you're talking uh, about for our listeners two things happen one is all these foreign companies or international companies pulled out but two yeah. is the ruble pretty much crashed because of because uh, of all this and so then everything if, if the ruble went down by like 40 percent well then everything if you're a, a company that needs to import stuff everything becomes 40 percent more expensive and then yeah. when no one has money, people have less money to buy your stuff yeah. and you have to sell your stuff at a more expensive price to be able to sell it. It's yeah. not a winning yeah. combo. And, and also, the, 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 but the problem with Ruble now is actually is a different one because because uh, now the, the, the government started the regulation of, of currency uh, exchange, the regulation of kind of buying and selling currency. So, for example, you can't, obviously, you can't buy dollars or euros or pounds or anything in Russia. And yeah. also, even if you're exchanging, uh, like the, the rate which is set by the government, like of exchange uh, uh, now is very different from the rate which is perceived by international community. So for example, like in Russia, if, uh, for example, I have uh, some, uh, you know, euros and dollars in my Russian account, right? In a Russian bank. Uh, I can't trend like, a, 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 like since the very first days of war, when people started banking, like Putin signed this paper that uh, uh, you can't transfer it to a, to a bank abroad in euros or in dollars. So you can't get the money out of Russia. Also, according to the law, which has been around, you can't transfer uh, euros or dollars into another bank in Russia as euros or dollars. So the only thing I can, uh, and you can't take them out as euros or dollars. You have to take them as rubles. So technically you don't have euros or dollars. You only have 
uh, rubles, rubles exchanged by the rates uh, that the central bank uh, established. So basically, uh, now uh, just as an example, for example, now dollar is, I think, uh, by official rate, it's about like 85 rubles per dollar. Um, but people on the black market can buy it for 150 or something like this, 150. So, um, and this creates an additional problem for companies because they don't understand. Obviously, they can't use the rate, you know, foreign company, if they want to import something, they can't use the rate set by the government. And so it's all kind of about like how they can uh, arrange it with um, the, 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 their supplier, with, with, with the, the company which they're dealing with inside Russia. So it's all sort of like a black market situation close to how it was in the 90s, for example, when uh, the prices in the shops were stated in, uh, uh, stated not in rubles, because like rubles could go up and down every day, but it was stated, uh, but by le legally they couldn't state, state the price in dollars as well. So they would uh, say it's like a, uh, like a, a special unit, yeah, like conditional unit. So it was like, Oh yeah, conditional CU, conditional unit. Conditional oh, they just unit. made up a whole new thing. Yeah, everybody <laughs> knew that it's dollars. So, it meant dollars, uh, but they couldn't say dollars. It was like yeah, it couldn't say dollars. Yeah, but so there's wink, a wink. conditional units. So this costs like a fifty conditional units. Something. Fifty Ben Franklin or fifty George Washington. So and I saw they they would have to rewrite the 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 price tags like five times a day. Yeah. <laughs> Is that why Putin? I saw he's making people buy countries who are buying uh, oil. It, you have to pay in rubles now, right? Like that to that's the yeah. I mean, he signed this. He signed this, uh, this regulation, but uh, it's not really like it doesn't really work as 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 it's intended to work. Because what the kind of financial officials what they did is basically uh, they said, okay, so this guy he wants everybody to pay in rubles. That's clearly not possible. And the the the, the European uh, like buyers, the buyers, they are want to buy in euros and they can only buy in euros or dollars so this is not working so they would do something like they established a scheme so they they um uh the european the buyers of the of oil they they uh, um they pay in euros to the russian bank which they uh then it's it it's exchanged into rubles and sends it to the oil company in russia so okay. it's uh, first of all, it's kind of like everybody's happy. Putin thinks that they pay in rubles, which they really aren't. Uh, <laughs> so it's kind of like it's now a situation where there's one guy who's like has very interesting ideas about the world, and a lot of people who are just kind of scared to tell him that you know this is not possible, and so they're just finding a way around, oh my you know, by kind of using everything in they have in, in their power. But also, this I think that this scheme also works in terms of. Um, like it, 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 if it has some benefit to the Russian government is that the bank, the Gazprom bank to which they pay is now kind of, it's not under sanctions because if they sanction it, they will not be able to pay in any currency. So this is sort of like, a, there is a minor benefit for Putin in this situation, but nobody's actually paying. So what is Putin telling the people? Because this, this is clearly like, I would imagine people aren't happy about yeah. all this but it, the question is who are they blaming it on you know yeah, so what is yeah, what is yeah. putin telling him is he saying this is going to be over soon or is he saying like this is all the fault of america or or ukraine or another country or the west or what what's I mean, yeah pretty much the pretty much the fault of america what, what the fuck did you expect you know, yeah <laughs> this is how it always is yeah. <laughs> but also is he telling him it's going to be done soon or 
you know, no, is, is this temporary no, is or not. no? I mean, he, what he's saying is that uh, like everything goes according to plan, even if it clearly isn't. And that, you know, like we will kind of reach the goals which we set and nobody actually said which goals they are. So, you know, yeah. it's kind of like first That's it smart. was one goal and then like in a few weeks when they realized that they're not going to be able to change it, you know, to, to uh, take down the president, to change the government in Ukraine, they said, okay, so we have a different goal now. We just take this bit. The new like, goal is like the Donbass region, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And also like the, uh, the guarantees that Ukraine will not be part of NATO. Oh, they want that. Like nobody's still. talking now. Nobody knows. Nobody now is talking about you know, like taking over Kiev. Kiev anymore? Yeah. That's because done. It's not really possible. Yeah, or the yeah. spelling of Kiev? Or, no, I need, no. No, but 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 uh, the, the the thing is like, how do they explain it to people? You know, like after a few days when it was clear that you know the war is going to be long, they closed the kind of the alternative uh, sources of information. So they even blocked like uh, Instagram and Facebook uh, in in Russia, Twitter. Uh, I think that YouTube is the only kind of thing that uh, that works, but it's expected to be closed also, also as well. Uh, so it, it, now, they, the, when they have complete, almost complete monopoly on the information, uh, then they basically they 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 hope that they can keep selling this to people long enough, you know. And so, what is the messaging? Like, what are they selling right now? What are they? What are they saying? Well, the, 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 the saying that the war was a necessity because otherwise Ukraine would uh, attack whatever, like, and, you know, America using Ukraine as a weapon would attack Russia or... Oh, okay. Uh, and so, yeah, yeah. So that's the idea. So attack, they would attack, like, the Donbass region and then kind of it's already close to Russia. And so blah, blah, blah. We're, we, it's basically... They're trying to sell the fact that this is a defensive war. And uh, they're saying, as he did during the Crimea crisis, he said the same. He said, even if we didn't do anything, if we didn't attack anybody, the sanction would still be applied, which is uh, kind of... But he uses oh, the words war now? He thinks that these hmm? sanctions, he's telling the sanctions that the world yeah, says, has put on says that, would have yeah, happened no matter would, what. That was, yeah, that was no planned by... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And because, he's using... And it's a, it, sorry. It's, uh, the argumentation is like... like uh, the argumentation is uh, quite funny because he says, "You see how uh, how quickly and how well they were organized. Clearly, that they have been planning this regardless of what we do." And I think it's a great argumentation. Oh, somebody's doing something well. They're clearly. <laughs> see how poorly we 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 planned this. We clearly didn't yeah, plan yeah. a war. Look at how bad a war. Yeah. You know, can I yeah, tell exactly. you something? That was what China said. So early in the COVID, uh, the Chinese government said that COVID was started by the American military and that we planted it in Wuhan. And their reasoning for why we started is because we were so prepared. Like we did a good. They <laughs> oh, claimed, yeah. We were we, so prepared. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which we didn't. It was Trump. Like we did a terrible job. But they were like, see how quickly America is creating this vaccine. That's because they oh. knew it was coming. They started. Uh, in advance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The same idea. Same idea. That's interesting. But they are using the word war now. They just use it as a defensive no, war. No. Really not, you know. No, I mean like defensive like operation, like operation, a special okay. operation. Yeah, you can't you can't say war, you can't say I want peace, for example, if you say that. You can't, say, you can't say you want peace. Because the that assumption is there already is there's peace. a war. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a war. <laughs> I wrote uh, for the for the TV show in Germany, like I wrote this sketch, like it's sort of like in the Monty Python sort of style, like about like sending the message to Russia, like we were sending the message to Russia. 
without actually saying any of the words which are oh that's great that's brilliant so it was like uh, in the in the program if you if you watch it you get somebody who speaks german and it's, is there a way <laughs> to watch this for us uh, yeah 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 uh, i mean if you if you change your vpn to germany then it's possible yeah okay um, now we'll look it up um <laughs> cool is, yeah we'll try to put a link is it on what like what platform it's it's they even put it on YouTube, I think. It's on YouTube, oh, yeah. But oh, perfect. It's in it German, German now. Yeah. It's in yeah. German. But we can put on the subtitles. We'll we'll put a link yeah. when we, if we can to the to, um the YouTube. But um, no, don't do it, please. No. Oh, we won't do it. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, don't yeah, want yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah he doesn't want publicity. Yeah. You're giving him publicity. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, forgot. Yeah. yeah. Um, in Germany, there's enough publicity for that, and outside Germany, I don't know if you're sure I want. Yeah, it's got it. Risk reward. Wow, your agent would hate you. Yeah, yeah that's why I don't have any. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, what person? Actually, we should take a break. Wow, this is flying by. I have so many more questions. This is this is super interesting. Uh, Kaplan, let's take a break. Yeah. We are part of the world's smartest podcast network. If Olex, we might have to get more of these people uh, are on our network here. But, yeah, we have um, a lot of big brains guests. So a lot of big brains. Yeah. So we are, it is us, world smartest pod, world smartest podcast network.com. Go there to find um, Professor Andrew Heaton with the Political Orphanage podcast. This is a show for people who are interested in American politics, but are not on the left side. They're not on the right side. They're not right. on the independent Green thinkers. Party. They're not in the libertarians. They're they're independent thinkers. Yeah, as we all should be. By the way, mm. everyone yes. should. As should George not, Washington intended, the founders they didn't we want shouldn't parties. All just fall yeah. into some party. We shouldn't go. I'm on that team. Yeah, I'll just agree with everything you say. Yeah, it should be independent, but there's not enough of that these days. Anyway, not enough heans. <laughs> the the political orphanage podcast is very popular, and then now also we have a uh, professor, um, sorry, Doctor Andrea yeah. Jones Roy, and the Majoring in Everything podcast. She is a professor at New York University. Professor Andrew Heaton is actually not a professor anywhere. <laughs> professor of life, yeah. <laughs> but Doctor uh, Andrea Jones Roy actually does work at New York University, and she's um, fantastic. Majoring in Everything podcast. She has on different people every single week. Big brains, as she's, she likes to say. Neither one of us. We've never been on there. Has it? We haven't passed the IQ test. She makes you fill out a, a test, an entrance exam. Still waiting on my invite. My, I think I travel too much. I think, yeah. you know, maybe you have to do it in person or something. You have no excuse. You're in Long Island no City all the time. But <laughs> I, I'm minoring in everything right now, not majoring. Minoring in everything That's would be a great show. Minoring in nothing. There's my, te- <laughs> there's my spinoff. <laughs> Anyway, check all those out. WorldSmartestPodcastNetwork.com. Kaplan, and now a word from your local sponsor. All right, we're back. Thank you, local sponsors. Thank you very much. Keeping the lights on over here. Now, uh, Oleg, so we've t- so I would like to know, so what is, so we know what Putin's telling the people. He's telling them that, I'm, I'm actually surprised he's not telling them this will all be over in a month or this will all be over in two months. He's not really giving a timeline. He's just kind of saying no, this is America's yeah. fault and we're trying yeah, so to. As long as we can persevere, we should persevere. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so, interesting. And are people buying it? Like the, the Russian people, these people who don't have a job anymore because they used to work at McDonald's or Delta Airlines or something, are they, are they starting to get upset with? the gov- Russian government or no, are they buying oh. it and they're, they hate America? 
you say it's really hard to say because like the sociology in such you know in the, such a like authoritarian system like the sociology is also kind of state-owned it's not really conclusive and even if it wasn't state-owned because there are some like you know independent uh, people just like they have less resources but they still do independent sociology but also you know if you have a law which says like if you you know if if you disagree if you uh, you know say you know tell any or spread any information uh, about the the uh, Russian military, which is not the same as what the, the they're saying themselves, you can get up to 15 years in prison. Wow. Then it kind of means that people are hardly going to be honest, you know. Sure. So it's hard Sorry, to can know. Can you hear and me all right? Yes, we, we can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, we actually hear uh, you better now. Yeah, 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 because I have like this, this thing fell. Ah, so, great. Yeah, Good spot. Yeah. Um. And um, so does that extend to people? So basically, yeah, I did. I didn't finish about the the so the sociology. So there are polls, of course, and in these polls, they would say like about like seventy percent or something like this, like are in favor of this. But also, if we look at you know advanced data about the sociology, that means that that shows that about ninety five percent of the people are actually not willing to answer those questions so they're kind mm -hmm. of like oh so basically it's it's clear what this can show that you know only the five people who are happy to tell that their position is exactly the same as allowed they're right. answering the questions but like what is the 95 for example in the uh like uh, young people it's like almost no young people uh answer from the young polls. people group answer these polls because they just say i, I don't want I don't want to get prosecuted. I want to get like of fine, or, you know, or, or prison, or prison, or anything. No one wants to spend fifteen so, years yeah. in a Russian jail. So it's really it. hard to say. It's really hard to say, and it's kind of understood that the most kind of uh, like the the what we're talking about, like unemployment and so on, uh, it will all get worse, and it will reach kind of its peak, like maybe like, like at least like a local peak by the end of the year, maybe in a few months, or some say in summer, some say in autumn, some say at the end of the year. But it's like people are not seeing the full effect as of yet. Like it's just because the economy, it has like some sort of inertia, which it kind of keeps functioning. There are, uh, you know, in storages, which still contain a lot of products and so on and so on and so on. But uh, in a few months, like, the, you know, what that's what the, the scientists say, that this is going to show the actual effects, which will kind of people will see kind of their, their lives are dramatically changing. Like now they see it as changing, but the, at some point the change will be just too kind of, you know, too dramatic to... Uh, to ignore, you know, to, to, to keep, to, yeah, to ignore or to, to try to ignore. Yeah. Are, like are people, because in the West, we get all this news, and I guess you're in Germany, you do as well, but about just the, the um, severity of the sanctions. It seems like there's new sanctions coming all the time. And with the Buka um, news okay, coming out about uh, that town in, in, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. in Ukraine, yeah, Bucha, there's now even more sanctions coming down. Is this information getting to Russia? Um, the, the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, they the, spinning, sanctions, right? they, the, the yeah. sanctions show that you know that that, that uh, they're really all against us, and they were planning this. I see. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. So but, people but, are uh, aware. Actually, in Germany, yeah, people are aware that there's sanctions, but they kind of like the the uh, propaganda's take on these events is that it's uh, like a part of the economic war of the West against. Um, right. Oh, I said war again. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, um, <laughs> no, they actually operation. say that they, they say the word, they, they say the words economic war. They say right. the words economic war okay. of the West to, to, towards Russia, but you, you can't say, you know, like the, but Russia war. launched a special operation against Ukraine. 
But yeah. where the West uh, declared a war, war. economic war. On, yes. That's and what about goes one way? Here's a yeah. question that you might not be able to answer. And if you can't answer it, just tell me you can't <laughs> answer it. I don't want to get you in prison for 15 years. No. But um, I, you know, there has been a lot of uh, losses on the Russian military side in Ukraine. And I've heard stories from friends in Russia that in the town they live in, a small town, almost like in the middle of the country, closer to uh, China, that 800 yeah. so far, this was in the first two weeks, the 800 soldiers mm -hmm. from the town have died in the war. I mean, in the whatever you call it. Uh, yeah, yeah, it yeah. Is the that, operation. I guess you wouldn't know, it goes back to this idea of information not getting out, but I wonder if people are, if that's like with us, with the, if the Vietnam War, right? People became mm -hmm. really against it in America when all these people were coming back dead. All these people who went to friend, you were friends and went to college with and all that kind of stuff weren't alive anymore. Yeah, and we're yeah, thinking yeah. for what, for what purpose? And it turned the public against it. Yeah, I read an article actually about like, because uh, uh, I, I read a lot of like, for example, now all the Russian independent media, independent journalism is mostly now kind of the most sustainable platform is Telegram. Uh, right. So a lot of people write there, a lot of uh, media which is still alive, they're kind of cutting their budgets, but they still kind of do regular uh, news and analysis and whatever. And I actually read um, uh, like an interesting account on especially the Vietnam situation, how it kind of it reversed the public opinion. And uh, I don't know if uh, you can correct this, but like for, I think that uh, like people are asking questions. Yeah, like how, like when does the, the popularity of the, the government start falling? And uh, I think for about, like it said that for about two years in America, even in America, even like right after the second, like I mean, like a short time after second world war with Vietnam for the first, I think two years, the government popularity was actually rising, like a little bit rising. And then yeah, when, was... again, when, as you said, like the bodies started coming back, and uh, uh, like uh, then the, the, the famous peace movement uh, actually appeared. So that's the answer to your question. Like when will people see this? We don't really know, but it definitely like uh, uh, it's uh, it's definitely not happening like right now. Uh, yeah, but, but we also later. lost. We didn't lose nearly as many lives per especially in the beginning yeah. of Vietnam, the what Russia's losing right yeah. now is Russia's yeah, losing I, a I, lot. I, like, actually, I don't know. Cause you, you probably referred to the Ukrainian count, like, which is about yeah, right. like 18,000, 18,000. Right. Like, like nobody, nobody really knows. Account? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm completely not an expert. Yeah. Like I know that for example, uh, American intelligence says it's about like 9,000 to 10,000. Uh, but it's clearly, it's, it's a lot, clearly, I don't know who's right, but actually, I think that this whole situation kind of restored the faith in American intelligence, because they are the only ones who are right about this stuff. Because <laughs> like, when, when <laughs> they were time. saying, oh, there's going to be a war, and, every, things, and yeah, yeah, like, really, really, and nobody's like, everybody's like, what, what are you telling, you know, CIA, you know, we, we've seen you in, you know, board intelligence and all the other films, you're idiots. Like, yeah, you know, with weapons of mass destruction, all these things <laughs> they got wrong lately. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you, 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 there's a lot of, you know, people. Who Broken clocks are right once, you know, twice a day, they say. <laughs> CIA is supposed to be CIA. And now they're actually, they were actually right. And, you know, and since then, even though they were completely wrong about um, how fast will the operation go, they said it was going to happen. But they say that uh, that in three days the, the, the key will be overtaken. I think uh, in three days. Can you bring the mic you, around again? It's a uh, yeah. yeah do you think we have a yeah, CIA so, agent who's close to Putin? I mean, do we have like a mystery? I mean, there, there's clearly some good inside source because they, yeah. they they're very kind of um, oh but, yeah, uh, they seem very close. Yeah.
like when the war started or even before it started sorry the whatever the operation it, started they op- before the operation started they were um it was it looked like putin was wanting to stage attacks that Oh, like it, here, Ukraine attacked. He wanted an excuse to go in to Ukraine. Yeah, I mean, there were some minor incidents, but like, uh, yeah. I, I think that that was actually quite shocking to people that there was no actually like a proper casus belli at the moment. He just like in the middle of the night, he just said, "Okay, so we'll, we just attack." Like, well, the reports like, we start the operation. Let's do it. The yeah. reports yeah, yeah, we got yeah. is that he was trying to set stage these well, attacks, and every time the the CIA was ahead of him, they would say, "Oh, tomorrow he's going to put out video of like a stage." Yeah, yeah, attack. That, that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that he happened. wouldn't put yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. So maybe, maybe they, maybe they actually were were forced to kind of uh, just delay it, like yeah. for, for a few days. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah. don't know anyone though who's died. You don't anecdotally know any soldiers. Uh, I mean, I I know I know actually. Unfortunately, I know. Um, a uh, couple of people who died as civilians in in, in Ukraine. Oh, Ukraine! But yeah. I don't. Yeah, but I don't know uh, people who were in the army. But uh, you know, if I think if I was in Moscow for this whole time, I would probably know a lot more of like uh, this kind of anecdotal evidence. Let's say this. But, but you know a lot of Russians who live in Ukraine, though. Is that? Ukrainians who live in Ukraine. Ukrainians, okay. Ukrainians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but, and also what I've heard is that Putin is using, I mean, we kind of do it too, but a lot of the soldiers are not from big cities. They're like poor people from out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, the count, which when we, when people, when we, when there was analysis of the, like the the casualties, which the the Russian um, military officially accepted, which is like about one, like one half thousand people kind of dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When there was analysis of that, uh, it showed that the firstly it showed that a lot of the people, like the the, the biggest a group of people uh, by nationality and by region in Russia, it's Buryatia. It's a region which is an Asian Buddhist region mm-hmm. uh, in in Russia, which is like they ethnically they're not Russian, they're not Slavic, uh, so they're like uh, closer to Kazakh, I think, uh, something like this. Uh, so, uh, and it shows that they're, and also from Caucasian republics. So they try to send a lot of the, as far as, like, as far as people can analyze from this is get people, they send a lot of people who are like ethnically non-Russian. Send the, the Caucasians. The front line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Caucasian Operation instead of Caucasian. get behind the Caucasians. Caucasians. Yeah. But, uh, and they have a really low birth rate, right? In Russia is what I read. So a lot of mothers are losing their only son in this instance. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You yeah, think yeah. as far as a pop, when opinion starts turning. Do you know? Uh, well, the, it it might it might do at some point, but the the problem is that you know, like the the the, uh, the keeping the conflict kind of uh, like stopping it early, it's, it's it's still very important because still you know, like uh, uh, there are reports. I don't know how true they are, but like there are reports that a lot of bodies of the Russian soldiers are not coming back. And for example, hmm. like at some point it, again, it should happen, and you know, more people will know about about this. But as 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 we already covered this, like this can take you know months, years, who knows? Yeah. You know, like I and think the important thing is to stop the the military, the conflict, like now, to stop people from dying, and then kind of to analyze you know the aftermath. Uh, yes. So uh, we've heard of a lot of you know obviously a lot of Ukrainians have left Ukraine, fleeing Ukraine. Do you know any yeah. Russians who've left Russia because of the uh, the um, impending economic problems uh yeah a lot like i think statistics say it's hundreds of thousands of people 
Really? And it's mostly people who are like the most qualified, usually the people who are actually either they have savings uh, like the or they... Yeah, I mean, not necessarily like the wealthy, wealthy, because like if they were the wealthy, because the problem that I have now, for example, is that the the I can't really access my, uh, you know, savings in Russia. I can't open a bank account here. I can't do anything. I, I can only I can only pay in cash for everything because like I, I, I'm not able Wait, They cut to, off the credit cards, right? Like they the they cut off everything. Thing. Yes. For Russians, everything. Yeah. Like the, no, no European bank will open a card for a Russian. Uh, really like it's a yeah, Russian it's, yeah, it's completely, a, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it completely doesn't make sense to me because like they should be i think like if they want to actually make it a problem for for the russian government they would encourage you know russians uh like to to take the money out of russian economy and bring it to to the western economy you know and like yeah, especially russians abroad should be able to yeah, 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 and it's going to be oh, people, not, not oligarchs, but uh, yeah. Oh, so that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. What about I mean, oligarchs? but but that, that, that's the problem with oligarchs. They should yeah. kind of that that's the the job of the intelligence yeah, team to know, whatever. To know to, you're to, not an oligarch. Oligarch's not an oligarch. Unfortunately, oh, it's just not an oligarch. Case for one. I think my spending history alone tells that I'm not an oligarch. Like, if they look at my bank account, they will be absolutely sure. If you were an oligarch, I know a few years ago you went to the Edinburgh Fringe, so no one makes money at that. You definitely lost money that. You lost your fortune there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Since then, I'm not an oligarch. You know, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. <laughs> before my first. The sixth Edinburgh richest thing. man in Russia before he went to Edinburgh, and now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's my yacht. Yeah, like the Edinburgh Fringe is my he had yacht. To sell his. He he owns a, yeah. a lower level soccer team now. Third what level. if but like, also all another, the oligarchs? The oligarchs just also another another year. another thing about this, uh, like the, the 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 sanctions, which are not necessarily even the government sanctions, but the sanctions of the Western companies, which I think are completely kind of misguided and don't make any sense, is the ones which are. Um, uh, for example, YouTube, uh, YouTube, they canceled monetization for all the Russian users completely. So you can't make money out of this. And uh, well, they did course, to us a while ago, but no. <laughs> <laughs> just like maybe you just don't deserve it. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the problem is that all the kind of independent journalism in Russia relied mostly on YouTube because this is like it's still now working in Russia. Ah, and oh, uh, right. so basically, you know, like if they wanted to cut the to cut uh, cut off the government, like pro government bloggers but there's actually not so many and they're all financed from the government anyway they don't rely on monetization but all the right. independent journalists from russia de depends on it and also it depends on the possibility of you know like transfers money transfers between the countries so basically it's like now now it's the western companies just trying to score political points but actually they're killing they're like destroying the independent journalism of russia which can help other russians to I mean, that, information. everyone's kind of not everyone, but a lot of Americans are against the embargo we have on Cuba. But, right, they, but they're all for the Russian like people this, were like protesting to their like listing names of companies that were still doing business. And it's the same like, thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a it's a um, it's a business embargo. And I, I think what they're doing, like the the basic thought is that, well, if we can piss the Russian people off enough, they'll get mad at Putin. Right, which is the embargo thought with Cuba didn't work out. Too but much. we're finding. I mean, what do you think about that line of thinking, Oleg? I mean, as you said, like in Cuba, in Cuba, it didn't really work. In North Korea, it doesn't work. In Iran, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Basically, that's the yeah. idea. Yeah, uh, but I think that. Turn, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that you know people, especially people who are like now going away from Russia, who are like getting jobs and you know getting trying to settle in other places. Uh, they could be like they are now like facing extremely difficult situations 
uh, and uh, inside inside Russia, because like that's, that's that's the whole problem. The people who, for example, watch TV and kind of share the position of the central government, they're not the ones who are going to to do that, and they're not the ones. Usually, a lot of them don't have really like savings or anything like this. Uh, in foreign currencies, definitely. Like in Russia, I think 80% of the people never owned a, a foreign passport, like a passport that you need to travel. Because in Russia, we have one passport, which is everybody, everybody has. Them. And the other passport is like what you call a passport, which is to go to go abroad. So I don't understand this kind of like the sanctions against like every Russian, like just because they're Russian. I, even here in Germany, there are people who are like, uh, there are a lot of reports of like banks closing the accounts of the Russians, Russian people, yeah. well, unless you kind of, and a lot of people have to kind of prove, oh, I have, this is my job, this is my company. But at, at some point it was like, oh, there's a Russian, just, you know, just freeze the account, you know, like, even so, if this person lived here for 10 years. Yeah. Do you know anyone? Because we, I know people in Brooklyn who think this, comedians. So I just <laughs> want to know, do you know anyone in Russia who still thinks that this war is about freeing Ukraine from Nazis? <laughs> Is that only Brooklyn uh, a, comedians? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think it's like a, it's an exclusive club. Uh, I, I, we don't know how meta and ironic it is, but I don't know <laughs> uh, this Brooklyn club of comedians. Uh, it's crazy. There, I've performed. There are people who, who genuinely think that. But they're oh, yeah, older, right? Are they, America, aren't the people in Russia who believe that much older people who like, most, remember mostly, the Great Patriotic mostly, War, yeah, 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 yeah. World War II? Mostly, it's the older, older generation. Yeah, and yeah, Brooklyn comics, the young Brooklyn, and, Brooklyn and, and young hip Brooklyn comedians. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe they can just all get together at some point. Just. Yeah. <laughs> It's insane. Yeah, uh, it's insanity. Because yeah, I was reading about how, like, in Russia, like, the idea of a Nazi isn't... Because here we're all saying, well, the, the president of Ukraine is Jewish, so how could there be Nazis? But I guess to someone older in Russia, the, the idea, it's not really about that. It's more about the war. And, you know, is yeah, that, it's all about it's not really. Yeah. This argument, of course, is like the, 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 the it's it's uh, it's an easy one. It's a clear one, easy one to understand. He's Jewish and he 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 campaigned when he campaigned for president. He did he did it in Russian because it's his native language is basically yeah. Russian. And so but but the idea is that. Yes, he is, but also, but the the that there are some Nazi uh, like like people like who are like in the shadow government. Like it's not mm -hmm. actual president, but there and you know and this shadow government is assisted by the American shadow government. So it's all about mm -hmm. the people the which, Nazis. which nobody has actually seen or or <laughs> seen live or heard. Joe Biden's a real Nazi. Are, but it's about, I thought shadow yeah, governments like, usually meant Jews too, so that's very confusing to me. But yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it yeah. doesn't make any sense, even to most Russians, is what you're saying. I mean, the, the 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 it it wouldn't make sense, but it's kind of because you you know propaganda is more about emotions than about right. sense. So and there is uh, enough emotions in that. But you know, answering your original question about uh, comedians. I don't know. I don't think that, you know, like, I don't think there's many, there's actually any comedians who would think that. Uh, Only in, in Russia. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but a lot of people, but it's kind of, in, in Russia, it's a lot of now, a lot of kind of witch hunt. If you say something which is uh, kind of against the official position, uh, even if you don't get to prison, because they, they, they haven't started any sort of like a mass repressions on this kind of they sometimes single out but it's mostly people not from entertainment but from you know like journalists mm -hmm. uh, bloggers who are like information um, like who are like all about informing not about kind of entertainment but in entertainment 
people are for are facing different uh, problems they are just kind of you know they were even very like top uh, super famous actors who won awards when they said something they would kind of stop getting contracts and so on yes. and so on so cancel on. culture so, cancel culture cancel culture it is real yeah yeah, yeah. it is real and but i thought putin started place. this war because harry potter got canceled or, or. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah that was <laughs> he did say something funny, about yeah. that so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- there's <laughs> levels to all this stuff though you know there's i've um in the in like uh, authoritarian countries or countries where there's no freedom of the press and people go to jail for things they say there's one thing there's one level where you're not allowed to say it on tv or on a uh, in the media and then there's another yeah. level in some countries where you're not allowed to say it even walking down the street or at a like at a coffee shop to your yeah, friends. yeah of course yeah what level no, is in russia, russia at right uh-huh. now well it, it, it's uh uh I think like these levels are, uh, they, I think these levels that you defined, they were defined in different age. Now at the end that everybody has a phone with a video, mm. with the opportunity to record something, it's blurred a little bit as you understand, you know, yeah. like, yeah, of course you can't say it on TV or any sort of like legal uh, media, uh, but uh, of course you can say it to your friends or on the street. But for example, uh, the one of the one category of people which are facing problems are the teachers because they say something at school. If they say it to kids, sometimes they, there were cases of kids recording this mm. and then kind of leaking it to to something. Don't know, say like, war, as, Bill. It's going to pass yeah, in Russia yeah. about teaching kids kid, kid, kids in school <laughs> snitches. Yeah, as long snitches, as there, is that there's a, say war. So it's, don't as say long as it's recorded, as long as it's recorded. Uh, it can cause problems, you know, like even if you didn't post it on social media. Kaplan, can so. you imagine if your kids had the ability to get their teacher put in prison? Oh, Ruby Kaplan would be all over it. <laughs> to make herself famous on Instagram and put her teacher in prison at once. Although she likes your teacher, but if they got a bad grade, the yeah, second oh yeah. any kid got a bad grade, they would be yeah, like leverage. Yeah, that's always that's gonna end well. Yeah. So mm. I would this that's nuts. But uh so so people are able to speak freely though, as long as they do it in the right not like at yeah, a yeah. dinner table. Or... Yeah, it's in a table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like yeah, Soviet yeah. Union days where you're afraid of a neighbor snitching on you to That's what I'm asking. secret police or yeah. stuff like that. Uh, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, I mean, even even I would say in in, uh, in, uh, in comedy clubs, for example, like, the, the, uh, there was a situation like, uh, I mean, because now it's been all, it's been very kind of strict. Everybody's very scared just because of this new law about uh, this kind of military action because if you say something about this situation which is like inappropriate then you can you can get like this this and this like fines or prison terms any any sort of prosecution but uh, even before that even before that technically you could get something you, you could get into in trouble but uh, for example in comedy it was like this as long as you're doing it live in a club nobody would actually care about this but right. if you do Not it on recorded. tv you can you can do you can't do it on tv because there is censorship of course like everybody yeah. understood that but there is like a, you know there, there was like a social contact you know and, and a lot of people who are, for example like a very famous comics for like on tv on tv they don't say anything but then when they come to do a live show they would of course do some jokes about putin and you know just to show that they're you know real people and they have the same problems that everybody yes. else yes you know, like, <laughs> so, it's like uh, uh, it's, uh Michael Costa yeah. went in New York cap. You know, Michael yeah. Costa's on the daily the show. Program. He's on the daily show. And whenever he's performing at the comedy clubs, he's like, 
whenever he wants to say something that's not woke, he's like, okay, no one's allowed to tell anyone at the Daily Show <laughs> that I have this opinion. <laughs> and then he'll like launch it. I'm not comparing them as equals, but you know what? It's the same thing. Trevor Noah is clear, close. Clear. Trevor Noah and Putin are pretty similar. <laughs> but uh, how, I was did you? What did you guys think of the? Uh, like, how do you think this ends as far as with peace negotiations? Because we read that uh, that they that Putin tried to poison the Ukrainian peace negotiators the first time they met uh, together, and even Abramovich. I don't know. It's it's a very it's a very unclear story, which nobody kind of got any details on. So I don't know. I don't know how to speak about this. So you know, like because there are some people tried to investigate it. But they didn't get anywhere, so no idea what what this was. Seems like everyone should just watch what they're eating. If you're, if you're, yeah, I mean that, that's a basic. Like if you're dealing, just if you're coming diet. to these negotiations, yeah, well, yeah no, not liquid. It could be no, liquid. yeah. Don't drink the water. Yeah, you bring in your own can of coke. Come on a full. Just... It's like the opposite of going to the doctor. You need to come on. And a also, full don't don't exactly. don't put, don't don't put on your underpants as well, because like you have them prepared, but don't put them on. Because that's what like the Navalny, uh, how, how his story went, because they, oh. they did it through his underpants. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Let's get into Navalny. Um, All right. Yeah. Our guy. So where is so we read a Twitter thread that he made. He's tweeting to- from prison. He's tweeting from prison. He's in prison for nine years, I believe. This is all that kind of got lost. They just in the did Western the sentence. Media. Yeah, they got ahead. a new sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the they Western renewed, media got they, they, lost because like, the big story. They but. renewed his contract in prison, basically. Yeah. They're like, okay, we don't want to lose you too soon. So there's another nine years. Yeah. So he's now tweeting from prison, which I don't know how he gets to. Maybe someone's doing, I imagine someone's yeah, somebody doing, is doing it. He's just saying it. He's just telling it to one of his, you know, like assistants or whoever. So I'm just reading him. through it yeah. here. Oh, he dict- the- he's like, a, like you're a big celebrity when you're in prison. You get to dictate your tweets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like do. the Menendez brothers. Remember, they got married. He's in, he's in serious digital detox now. Like you Digital know, detox. <laughs> Take this tweet down. <laughs> sends a telegram to someone of this tweet thread and after yeah. like Trump. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Trying to use Twitter. <laughs> um, so Navalny, this is mind blowing. I'm just reading through his Twitter mm-hmm. thread. He did this 22 hours ago as of now. And um, he's talking about the Bucha. Is it Bucha? The, the town of Bucha. And he's watching the news in Russia and he's saying how they are. They're, they're telling the yeah how they're covering it. They're covering this story of all these people are dead in Buja, but here's how they're covering it. They're covering it by saying that this was done by the West, that NATO went in and killed all these people. And uh, and why it makes sense is because um by Joe Biden has recently called uh Putin the butcher. The butcher. It's called him a butcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And butcher and bucha sound similar. So clearly, the butcher of bucha. Yeah. It's so clearly, catchy. that meant it was a planned out event by the West to go in and kill all these people. Um, it's why. Yeah, because you're all about this kind of linguistic quirk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Trump would have liked that idea, to be honest. If, it's if a we, very Trump much, was, yeah. It's very much like a QAnon style. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but no, but like the, the problem, the, the the problem is that it's it's not about this. it's not about this version actually. It doesn't actually have to make sense. That's been actually covered uh, in some length by you know people who research the propaganda. Like it's not how it's supposed to work. It's not supposed to be. Um, it's not supposed to be making a lot of sense. Every version in itself, but it has to be 
uh, like that there is a, a version which uh, is uh, kind of appears to be like w- w- what they're defending against, like the version that, okay, so all the, all the people were killed by the uh, Russian soldiers or whatever, like there is a, this version and to, and they counter it with not one version, but they counter it with many versions, which are all mutually exclusive. For example, they, at the same time, they're saying that these people aren't really dead, that right. the Ukrainians killed them, that right. NATO killed them, that it's all Photoshop, that it's uh, it's actors, and they're doing it all at the same time. And the point of it is not that because every, every one of these versions uh, is easy to refute, but when but they create the illusion of the truth as being non-reachable. Like it's kind of like there's always so many versions uh, that we can't really speak about the truth. So let's just switch to something else because they did the same about like when the plane was shot. They did the same with Navalny. The so nuclear, kind of to, yeah. yeah, yeah, they try to muddy the waters as uh, as possible, you know. Uh, they just throw uh, as many things at you, and then they and the people yeah, who yeah, are like yeah. that, like even in America, we have what we call like anti. They they they'll say that they're like anti anti Putin. They like they don't say they're for him, but they don't like all the criticism. There's like these right wing yeah, yeah, people yeah. who like Putin because he's like a tough guy and anti woke. And yeah, I've seen them. Them say I've seen some of them saying like that the Ukrainians faked it or they killed their own people for propaganda points. Like which one yeah, is it? Is yeah, it fake yeah. or they? So they yeah, they're all, they all mutually exclusive. That's the whole. That's the that's the you know the, the most ridiculous thing about it. They're saying at the same time, oh, it's actors, it's Photoshop. They killed themselves. The Ukrainians yeah. killed them. Just the Americans one. killed them. Yeah. Do yeah, the Russian yeah. do the different like those different media? We know the people who are the state sponsored media people who are play along with this game. Do they each take different? Do they at least each have their own side, or they all present all the different sides usually and stuff like this? Uh, Ah, you mean like the people who commented? Yeah, some like the commentators, I mean, the official. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, they they pick uh, they pick uh, different uh, versions, but at the same time, they can also change the versions. Like right. today, they say they say one thing; tomorrow, they say another thing. Yeah, but yeah. it's all about. I think the point is like it's not all about making sense anyway. So yeah, each, so we each had... separate version doesn't have to make sense. What about Navalny in just in his opinion on all this? You know, we had a guest Anton on last week in Ukraine mm-hmm. and he was saying that from what he understood or what he had read that Navalny would wouldn't necessarily be have a different policy on this like, whole thing. Or Navalny, Crimea, he said. Navalny supported Crimea, he said the invasion of Crimea, he said and that he might also even if Putin was gone cuz we said, well, Maybe if they change, if, if, if it's a new leader, it could be something different. And he was saying he didn't think so. But we've been reading Navalny's Twitter and he clearly is against this war, it seems like. Um, what's your opinion on all that? What what if if there was a different if he was in charge? Well, I mean, uh, it, I can't say, but like it's even it's a you know, it's a simplification. I would say that it's a clear lie that to, to, to say that Navalny was supporting Crimea. Navalny never supported okay. Crimea. Like, okay. Uh, okay. What Everyone he said, should. What like I think, because I, I know where it's coming from. It's all coming from uh, uh, the when they asked like somebody in the interview and uh, uh, asked like Navalny, so like, for example, if you become a president, something something like that. Well, like if you become a president, what happens to Crimea? Do you give it back? And he hmm. said, literally, like, it's a process which like, it's not like just you know, it's not like, I don't know, like an apple, which you can give back just like, like that. Like he said, there's going to be some sort of process to like discussion or referendums or like he didn't give any details, but he said like, no, if I was president, I would know, I would not just 
kind of take this, you know, this area with all of these, you know, hundreds of thousands of people and just kind of give it back just because that's not how politics like it's not how you know anything works. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's and that gave, gave that a lot got of twisted kind of, a little. Yeah, it, it got to, it, and then a lot of people started kind of using it to say, oh, he's actually supporting it, but he never actually supported it. During the Crimea events and the Donbas events in 2014, he was of course clearly against this whole action. So yeah, but uh, I, I think it's about like if if Navalny was a president, it's not really a question. It's a question of uh, you, you know institutions. Uh, instead, like whether like some sort of like a new government, clearly it's not going to be the same government, but if the any government will try and make uh, a real working institutions, which would act as kind of counter, like, you know, like an independent branches of government and yes. you know, independent like press and so democracy. on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is like, because I, I, I think that Navalny is clearly for this sort of thing. It's the question of, you know, can he or anybody else implement it? you know, implement this a democracy, like somehow, a, a three yeah, branches of government democracy. Yeah. The Twitter yeah, yeah, feed yeah. that Turner was referencing earlier, Navalny, he starts talking about the need to like the journalists that have gone along with this and how the West should be punishing them. So clearly he understands the importance of independent uh, journalism. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, 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 oh, yeah, I like he, how you mentioned earlier, how they're punishing independent journalists on YouTube right now, the way the sanctions work. But these people who are broadcasting all the, the lies for the government every day, we're not going after their money. To be clear, Navalny's yeah. saying we should the people who are broadcasting lies for the government should also be held for war crimes. Exactly. Of war course, crimes, yeah. he said. Yes. Yeah. 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 So he's clearly against this like invasion. Gerbils. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I mean course. also yeah, it's not even a question. Yeah, of course he's against it. Of yeah. course he's against it. Yeah. Okay. Um man, and what about you personally? Do you see yourself like how long are you allowed to stay in Germany? Like with your well, visa. Uh, the thing is, like the thing is, I'm getting my like even before the, the the whole thing started to happen. Like I applied for a working visa here as a freelance uh, uh, freelancer visa in Germany because I was because the original idea before you know the closing of the airspace and you know all the kind of irre- irre- irreparable damage to each other. Yeah. Uh, like it's uh, the idea was that I was supposed to still go here and do all these projects, like the TV projects and some shows. Uh, and do shows in Europe, uh, and also I would keep some of my Russian projects, like maybe not the the club as it used to be, but as a brand name for you know bringing. We we're supposed to bring uh, Bert Kreischer, for example, to, oh. to to Russia this year. Oh, he that has that awesome. whole yeah. the machine story about <laughs> yeah, going yeah, through yeah, Russia. Yeah. He speaks some yeah. Russian, right? Well, a little bit, yeah. He's, a little uh, bit. He's, uh, he, he was supposed to be like we already signed. I signed the contract with with them on, on in twenty twenty. I mean, I'm not oh disclosing. I'm not fucking disclosing any inappropriate information because uh, uh, even before, like we were like every when we were doing this, um, it, everybody said uh, like, oh, we we keep it secret. We keep it secret in two thousand twenty. But then uh Bert he himself he went to like I think the Rogan show or and a couple of other shows and just said, Wait, I'm going to Russia. We didn't announce it. Like, he's not he's a Brooklyn like, yeah. comic. He's LA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically it was supposed to happen in 2020. And then like after the the pandemic obviously put a stop to that. But then we were supposed to this year, but uh, we didn't get to any sort of advanced stage because of yeah. this. Oh man! So the idea was that I'm actually like I'm actually like I, I'll be working in Germany for a while, like a long term, like basically a visa and can be prolonged and so on. And also I would do projects in Russia, and I'll see how that works out. 
But now it seems that, you know, I'm in a very uncomfortable situation for, 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 mm. as myself, because now it seems like it's, you know, not 2022, but it's like 1917. I have to choose either I go and do kind of, and, 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 and lose, you know, all my, you know, work and, you know, connections in Russia. Or I have to, or otherwise I go to Russia and then lose everything here because nothing can work. Nothing can work now two ways, like not financial transfers, no, you know, no, no, nothing. It seems that Russia will become culturally and economically isolated. You know, we don't know to some to what extent, but like right. very so much. So I have to now and... choose. It's like either I just kind of become an immigrant, which I really don't like, uh, and just stay here. You know, in Germany. You like immigrants. Way. You just don't want to be one. Right. Clear, yeah, clear that yeah, up. Yeah. yeah. You yeah, speak yeah, German? Yeah. You do speak? Uh, not, not so not so well, but I I'm, I learned it at school for for a few years, so I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. okay. I can't really work as I perform yet, but uh, I think um, at some point it, it 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 will happen. It was it was funny on the show. I was um, uh, doing the the set in English, but then I did the the sketch in German. And everybody's like, oh, you speak perfect German. And I was looking at the television. You're reading it off time. the project. <laughs> <laughs> so you can read perfect German. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, it's okay. I would say, I know, maybe what, like A2, B1, something like this. That's pretty good. And, but what about your family? Is your family in Russia? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, uh, it's tough. But they're actually all support this. So, you know. They support the war. Yeah, the, the, operation. Yeah, the, the operation. The operation. Excuse me. Nobody supports the war. No. Well, yeah, they don't. <laughs> the war on. You can't support no, nobody supports exist, the, yeah. Nobody supports the economic war of the West. No, That's no, what no, I meant. No, That's no, it. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. is that a source of like? Do you have to do you argue about this, or you just don't even talk about it? Is it type of thing? Well, that's the problem. Like, it's uh, there is enough, uh, you know, scholarly evidence that um, do that you can't undo the effects of propaganda. Sometimes it right. happens, but sometimes, but you can't really uh, argue own, against yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, so it's, I, at some point, uh, I argued a lot with, with them, but then I kind of stopped arguing. I just had a good idea. You know how in school they do like exchange students where one student comes to your country and you go to the other country, we should do exchange comedians. Send the where, Brooklyn comics. Yes, Send the Brooklyn they, comedians. They can go they live can with your parents. With my parents. Yeah, and yeah. you can come here. You can you come know, to that's, Brooklyn. That's the first thing. The Russians are like, we're okay with all these sanctions. We can live without McDonald's. We can live without Papa John's. Oh. We can live without... We cannot live with the Brooklyn alt comedy scene. No, they they're the most <laughs> insufferable people on planet Earth. Please, and stop this operation, Putin. We can't do this any longer. <laughs> the minute they start doing their impressions, this is an impression of a man <laughs> eating a hamburger. And then it's always the big joke is that it's always like very short. That's always the joke. And then they go, uh, they do it for three seconds. They go, now here's another impression. Everyone laughs. Oh yeah, your God. parents won't be able to stand that. That no. that'll end the that'll end the no, that'll no, end no. the. They can't do that. They can't even stand my comedy, you know. Like, They'll say, okay, we give this. up. We don't need That'll this. be like when Cronkite turned against the Vietnam War. Just, that'll be the moment. Just the Brooklyn comedians will. But at least Putin should know. At some point, Putin's going to give them a shout out, the Brooklyn comedians, for, su for I supporting think, yeah, him. I think. <laughs> him, them and J.K. I mean, Rowling. He thinks, he thinks that, he thinks that no, he's, he's, his, his mindset that, is, the same, is the same as J.K. Rowling's, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. J.K. Rowling, we should be clear, uh, does not support Putin. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sorry, I misspoke. <laughs> she doesn't support, but he supports her. 
He supports her. He supports her. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what's important. Amazingly, the Brooklyn comedians don't support J.K. Rowling. That's the that's the Ven strangers. <laughs> they hate her. They're the ones who hate so her. Putin, Putin is yeah, Putin is a uh, yeah. Like so, to them, Putin is better than J.K. Rowling. Oh, she's way worse. Way worse <laughs> yeah. than Putin. They love Putin. He's the right. yeah. Well, they yeah. also think that the war is just about oil. That we start. They, they believe it. We started this whole thing. No, they also think it's about now. Nazis, about getting and rid about of Nazis. Nazis. They think both. No, I had yeah. the one who told me. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Well, I had this. Uh, I, I was like, I wrote this bit about uh, like uh, I think when it's only started, I wrote about the ten minutes of material, like ten fifteen minutes of uh, about this whole kind of situation, whole development, and I even was uh, able to do it in Russia for a couple of days uh, before I left here. I did it in Moscow and in St. Petersburg because I was kind of traveling for shows. And uh, it actually, it, it went down really, really well, even though, you know, people were shocked. But at the same time, you know, it's clear that people in comedy clubs, they were supporting, you know, like the, this this sort of position and, you know, these jokes. And I was basically would just go, but but at the point, it was legal to say the, the double word. The so, yeah, yeah, the W so, word. <laughs> the w. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it was, okay, so, um, and... Um, I had this uh, bit that you know about like two days after the war started. You, you, I'm sure you remember this. That you know when the Taliban asked Vladimir Putin to stop the violence, <laughs> and I think that you know I think you should realize that you're doing something wrong with your life when the Taliban is asking you to be less violent. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't even know that. <laughs> I mean, they yeah, told I that too. They're yeah, the brokers yeah, of yeah. peace. The Taliban. That would be amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Taliban went in there and said, "You know what, guys." Sure. Like this is too much. This is even for us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Even that. Chill out. Do you think there's going to be a point that's too much for the oligarchs and they'll they'll turn on Putin, or it doesn't work that way? Where it's like Uh, I don't know if they turn, but I'm pretty sure that they're pissed off now very much. I I think about two or three of the main, like two, like two or three of the richest uh, oligarchs already spoke out against the war. Uh, Like they did not. I mean, yeah, Obama they, 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 just has ruined his whole life. He had, a, I mean, for a rich guy, he had to sell his yeah, 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 soccer yeah. team, all the Jewish yeah. charities that thought he was a bigwig. Now, I mean, Abra- I mean, because Abram- Abramovich, he's uh, he's uh, doing, yeah, he's uh, taking part in peace talk. He never actually yeah. spoke he's, out he's against, try- of course. But he's trying but he's to, taking, he's trying to he's save actively, his yeah, actively taking part in in the peace talks. And then there was uh, another guy who's uh, Deripaska, who's a very also one of the richest guys. And he was very outspoken. He even, I think, reposted some of like Navalny team video or something like this. So he's like, uh, yeah, yeah. And then there's uh, like a couple of days ago, the richest man in Russia, uh, he also spoke out against, like he didn't say like, you know, I don't like Putin or anything like that. But he said like, we need to stop this war because it's very bad for the country and blah, blah, blah. Wow. Basically, yeah. Uh, Is there someone they would like a KGB, there was like some other KGB guy I heard, or some. Wasn't there someone that who's rumored they might try to install, or that's not even. I mean, there are rumors. I don't know how yeah. it's going to happen, but to me, it was clear since since 2011 when I just started being interested in politics, when there was like all this election readings and everything. To me, it was clear, and I spoke about this to anyone, to everybody, that the 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 you know the system of power will not change as a result of the election in Russia, but the most realistic and also the probably the best possible way of changing it is going to be some sort of like an inside joke probably like yeah. some that when the system just kind of like when the the current like you know leader becomes more a liability to the system than the benefit of the system the system will somehow remove him and put on somebody who will at least present to be more 
kind of liberal and he will be forced to do some reforms just to um, kind of to restore, you know, the, the, the uh, connections with the Western businesses, with the governments, this, just to save the economy. Yeah. I mean, a perfect example is, of this is 1980 in China when Deng Xiaoping yeah. took over for, for Mao Zedong and he liberalized the economy. He did it slowly and methodically, but he did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's the only way. It has to happen. So that's the only way to be successful. The CIA could send over some exploding cigars or something. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> but you don't. My last question I have is: I'm just. Told, told, Do you just, Kevin? You just assume that all dictators smoke cigars? Yes, that's what I'm. I'm getting the minds of CIA again. I don't think they're they're right very often. So they just, yeah, yeah, they got yeah. a couple tricks. Exploding vodka He's a big bottles. Guy. Exploding vodka bottles, yeah. Yeah. Exploding a, a stripper with it. No. But uh, I, have, <laughs> I know we got to go. So I, is there any, uh, do you have any pushback being a Russian in Germany, though? Like, because in America, we've had this thing where people, like, Russians are getting like canceled. People aren't eating at Russian restaurants in New York. People yeah, are like yeah, stupid yeah. things like that. They don't want to listen to Tchaikovsky. They don't, mm-hmm. you know, they're saying that Medvedev, the tennis player, might not be allowed in Wimbledon. Like, yeah, yeah, it's this type of well, here. I hear, I hear stories here. I hear, I hear uh, f- from some people about this. You know, because I mostly, because you know, in the areas which I'm kind of more active, like with you know people like in TV and comedy clubs, like kind of creatives and so on. Like you know, they mostly don't give a shit. Like they, yeah. uh, but of course, but the guy I was performing at, uh, like the the uh, cosmic comedy, the the English comedy club here in Berlin, like the oldest one. And uh, the the guy, uh, the promoter said that he actually, when he put me on the like a lineup, like a Saturday show or something like this, that he had kind of he was getting some shit from people who would just come come and write to him to oh why why do you have a Russian, you know, like performing and all of this all of this stuff. And you know, in general, if you're at a show, if you say like I'm Russian, and, you know, like you will get a couple of people just booing. Oh really? Some of them it's but their no, fault because yeah. they supported the, the, the Germany with the natural gas from Russia. They created this whole mess. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's fault. true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, but you know, I'm, so I'm managing. I'm managing to play around with this. <laughs> Good. Yeah. I mean, in they, general, I don't see any big problems. Good. Cool. All right. Well, that's it. Um, we got to go. I got to go to bed. It's past midnight here. And in, in, I've got uh, my dog's acupuncturist coming over momentarily. So it's I crazy. Go We're all around the world. I, I, right I don't, I don't even I know if it's a joke time. or not. Like, not I don't even know if you're I being wish serious. It was. <laughs> Pancakes Kaplan's acupuncturist is on her way. Pancakes home. Kaplan. <laughs> that's my dog's name. Yeah. That is it. Uh, Oleg, thank you so much for doing it, man. Stay safe. And uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully this episode doesn't get too popular. And yeah. we will make sure it ends. gets targeted to country uh, away from countries that we don't want hearing it. Kaplan, that is it. What should we do? And hopefully we don't have to have you back on to talk about this conflict in a few months. But uh, it's been great seeing you. And now let's get lost. Get lost. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, 
Did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.